It is a Thursday drive. Where last night's game at the Joel was such a fascinating spectacle. You had Wake Forest turning back the clock, specifically a dozen or so years ago, to a time where it was normal to wear tie-dye t-shirts in Winston-Salem, where Welcome to the Jungle blared from wall to wall, and Nas T even made a comeback during one of the timeouts dancing to House of Pain. They turned back the clock while the other side turned the clock ahead. Duke gave us a sneak preview of what the future of Blue Devil basketball was going to look like, not just in the long term, but also this season too. But speaking of the long term, let's focus in on the big picture here. Coach K was sidelined with a non-COVID illness. It looks like he might be back for Saturday's game against NC State, but that hasn't been made official yet. We got to see what it would look like to have John Shire lead Duke on the road as the head man. I'd say he did a pretty nice job. You don't have to be a hoops expert to come away from that game thinking, Shire's going to be okay. Duke's going to be okay when K is gone. It's not fair to say he'll win like K has. That's the crux of what Jay Billis said the day that Shire was announced to be the guy. It's the most difficult follow-up back we've seen in American sports. And I agree with that. But I feel comfortable saying he's not going to wreck the Porsche altogether. Coach K, over the last couple of decades, has been pouring millions into an endowment to make sure when he's done coaching that the program is supported. The program's his baby. Coach K's Duke basketball. Duke basketball is Coach K. That's not going to change. But John Shire is still going to have to steer the ship. And I don't think he's going to have any problem with that. I remember I was talking to an ACC coach this summer about it, and I asked what he thought about John Shire being the guy at Duke. And he said to me, he asked me a question, is when he goes into high school gyms to recruit, is he still going to have the block D on his shirt? Okay, yeah, then I think he's going to be all right. And we're seeing the recruiting bear that out. A bunch of recruits have signed on to play for John Shire, not Coach K in Durham. A number one recruiting class for next year. That's half the battle. You're, do you have the talent? And when you do have the talent, what's it going to look like on the court? Last night, he pressed all the right buttons Take the swing that decided the game. If Jeff Bezdelic was still coaching at Wake, he would have said, if it wasn't for that 20-1 to run at the end of the first half and the start of the second, this would have been a real game. But it was close. End of the half, and John Shire was yelling out of play and yelling for Duke to get a two-for-one opportunity, and Trevor Keels gave him that. Other end of the floor... They're able to get a stop. He calls a use-it-or-lose-it timeout in the first half. Draws up a beautiful play for A.J. Griffin, who said thanks to how often he plays 2K and how much of a gamer he is, he knew he had a second remaining on the clock to pull up from three. He hits the shot. It's a beautifully drawn-up play, and suddenly 
Duke's feeling pretty good going into the locker room, and whatever adjustments they made out of the break, Killer Duke came out, or Death Star Duke came out, and they put the game away. That's coaching. So John Shire, he's going to be fine. Last night, it was a sneak preview of the future of Duke basketball, but it also was the near term of Duke basketball, too, because of that A.J. Griffin guy. Griffin, he got his first start last night as a Blue Devil. I'd imagine he's going to continue starting when he has games like that. 22 points on 8 of 11 from the field. He's Duke's most efficient three-point shooter. I'd say his their best shooter altogether. And he played a career-high 35 minutes. He and Paulo Banquero took over that basketball game. He and Paulo, they are the most talented guys on this team. Guys that I think are impossible to start, stop, I mean, when they're hitting shots from the perimeter. And if we're being honest, even though Jeremy Roach is in his second year in the program, he's probably better suited coming off the bench as an energy guy you can plug in for some shooting, for some driving, for some ball handling. Last night, it was what we expect to see right now moving forward for Duke, even when Coach K returns, but we got a sneak preview for what John Shire is going to look like as a head coach running the show on the bench. Not as forceful on the referees, not as much a showman when he's out there as well, just pressing all the right buttons running the show. Here's a stat I forgot to mention yesterday when we learned that Shire was going to be coaching. Shire, one and two as a player at the Joel Coliseum during the tie-dye nation era. Wake turned back the clock. As Duke was sneak previewing the future, Wake turned things back, and it was the best Wake crowd I've seen. I've been here. This is my fourth basketball season covering the ACC around here, and that's the best Wake crowd I've seen. They should keep tie-dye nation. I know they're going to have a whiteout against North Carolina in a week or so. Red Panda is going to be performing at halftime. That's enough reason to go to the Joel Coliseum, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. But uh, it made Wake unique. It gave them an identity. It was really cool to see that. It almost seemed like we were back in 2007 for a little bit. The only thing that was missing was my orange iPad Nano. <laughs> 